Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 93, which we are recording on Wednesday, July 22nd, 2015. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And it's a very warm day here in Santa Cruz. And once we are, again. <laughs> yeah, once again, we're in the middle of what Santa Cruz natives call a heat wave. And this is mild compared to most parts of the world, but yeah, and mild compared to a couple of days ago when it was near 100 degrees. It was 100 <laughs> in my yard. Yeah. Yep. It was a warm one. Yeah, it was. So what are you wearing? Actually, I'm not wearing anything <laughs> knitted today, and I'm just going to mention what I have worn in the last week or so is my Drifting, once again, by Cecily Glower McDonald. I know I talked about that a couple of episodes ago, and I happened to look it up in my Ravelry Projects area, and I realized that I've actually knit two Driftings, one of which I gave away to my sister many years ago, and I find, well, I'm realizing I really just need to make another, and I think I have a skein of yarn that's a little bit less yardage than I used for mine. But I'm thinking I might just make a shorter version and call it done because apparently it's a sweater I wear a lot. Exactly. (laughs) How about you? What are you wearing? So I was actually wearing this up until about five minutes ago (laughs) and I had to take it off. Even though it's not too hot, I am wearing my finished A Hint of Summer Pullover by Isabel Kramer. This is a sweater that I started almost exactly one year and one month Mm -hmm. ago for our Colors of Fall 2004 Knit Along. It uses a gray that was last year's gray called aluminum, and it is a striped pullover knit in lace weight yarn, which is why it's not too warm, and it's really, really ridiculously cute. I am so, so happy with it. It is knit with Madeline Tosh Prairie in the neon rose colorway, which is a bright, bright pink, and the gray stripe is Pagewood Farms Artisana, which is a cobweb weight yarn which I held doubled. So it's knit at a fairly open gauge and it's a boxy type construction. So it has a lot of positive ease and it has a very deep V-neck, which is not my normal style for anything. Most of my clothing (laughs) does not have a V-neck, but this is a sheer enough sweater that you have to wear something underneath it. Mm -hmm. And a little camisole tank top is perfect and therefore the V-neck isn't revealing. So it's just really, really cute. I highly recommend the pattern, and it did take me a mighty long time to knit it, and I don't know why. It wasn't an out-of-control amount of knitting. I know most people hear lace weight and think, oh, no, that is so much yarn. Well, if you look on my project page, it does look like a ridiculous amount of yarn, but that's because I held the gray doubled, so that factors that in. But it is a lot of yardage, but it's knit at a fairly big gauge, therefore... Mm -hmm. It's really not, it wasn't much more work than a fingering weight sweater, like a boxy from Hoagie. No, because you're, yeah, you're knitting it at a larger gauge. Yeah. So not to be daunted by the fact that it's a lace weight garment, but the fact that it is lace weight makes it so pleasant to wear because it's so light. I should weigh it and see how much the actual finished object is because it didn't even use a whole skein of prairie. I think I have at least a quarter of the skein left and then it didn't even use two full skeins of the cobweb lace and again that was held doubled so Mm -hmm. it's not that much yarn and 
it's just so pleasant and lightweight and happy colors and I really like it. It's it was funny, um, expat on Ravelry, who's Maureen, she made a really sweet comment in the finished objects group about how she was worried about this one because it didn't have any shape, but she was worried how it was going to look when it was done. And it doesn't have any shape really, but it's that boxy style that's in fashion right now. Yeah. And Charlene and I both have a bunch of t-shirts that are that same style and it's I just so comfortable so much. and it's a really nice layer to just throw on. I've already, I think I've worn it. I finished it a little over a week ago, and I've probably worn it four out of eight days. <laughs> you know, just in, when it was just cool enough to right. wear a sweater in the last right. eight days. <laughs> so I really, really like this one. And again, that's by Isabel Kramer, and it's called A Hint of Summer. So very, very happy with that. I've been telling people that I actually predict this will be my most well-worn sweater that I've ever knit. Yay. I think it's going to be one of those that I really like ease when it's cold. Mm-hmm. Ease is my go-to sweater. This is going to be be my go-to sweater for all other nice. not really cold, but just chill enough to need yeah. something. Yep. You know, it's interesting because lace weight yarn. Okay, that's so thin, and yeah, your mind does go to tiny needles and lots of stitches per inch. But most people seem to knit lace weight at a fair at a looser gauge Mm -hmm. so i never think of lace weight in terms of more stitches per inch because the projects that i have done whether they've been shawl or lace weight sweaters yeah the yarn is or the the garment or accessory is knit at a gauge larger than you would think more like a fingering weight yarn so it's not a lot more stitches per inch yeah i think it's all you hear a lot of people hear lace weight and instantly think, oh my goodness. Tiny needles. Yeah, tiny needles. <laughs> going to hurt my hands. It's going to take it's, forever. Yeah, it's not. that's not necessarily true. Well, and the other thing, Charlene and I, when I wore the sweater into the Swift Stitch when she was working last week, we both instantly were, oh, what other kind of yarn could we use to knit another <laughs> one? And we were marveling over how affordable it is to right. knit a lace weight sweater. Because, Definitely so. Yeah, uh, you know, a skein of lace weight yarn mm-hmm. has a lot of yardage in it, and it goes a long way. So Definitely it's very so. affordable and economical to yeah. use lace weight yarn. I think so. I think so. That, yeah. That's what I'm. What, that's what I was wearing. <laughs> I'm not wearing it right now. So what have you been stalking since our last? See, we've had. Quite a long time between regular episodes. Right. So, it's been catch a up month, episode. I think. So I've been stalking quite a bit this time. The first thing that I'm stalking is what is currently a free pattern when you subscribe to the designer's mailing list. And it is a short sleeve t-shirt style pullover called Sunny. And the designer is Eulina... Muroc, and it's very lacy. I can't remember. Did I just give it a little description? It's a lacy short sleeve t-shirt knit in fingering white yarn. So it only takes two skeins, so not a lot of yardage. At least I should say two skeins for the size I would make for myself. I think it's two or looks like two or three skeins for the full range of sizes. So not a lot lot of yardage it's because it's short sleeve it's really cute i'm not sure if a wool yarn would be appropriate so i need to once again 
think about blends if I want to make it because you would also need to wear because of the laciness you'd also need to wear cami under it so you have to think of a yarn that would work well with a layer underneath it but it's really cute I, I can't really see the pictures the handy oh that is cute yeah just very lacy little t-shirt yeah it's all over lace mm -hmm. and I made similar top previously a couple of years ago in a Spud and Chloe fingering Roots yarn. Tea. Yes, which is, that has silk in it. It's silk and wool. And that one I wear routinely over a camisole similar to this. And I wear that one a lot, too. You know, That's that is still one. in my queue. <laughs> Charlene bought me Malabrigo sock to knit that top. And I started knitting it when we went on a weekend trip to see my uncle in a play. And it was very fussy for a travel project, and I got frustrated yeah, with it there's a, and abandoned it. I can't it. remember if it's a two or a four row pattern. That well, you I was have having to... trouble with just the whole collar on the cast on. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Okay. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. But I have always wanted to knit that. Yeah, I should I really love that one. Get on that one. I probably second to drifting. That's another summer top really? that I wear a lot, a lot. Yeah, well, I should put yeah. that on my. It's been in my queue because it's these really years. open and it's really stretchy and it's, it's like a mesh. Not yeah, almost, a right? mesh. Yeah. And so it's not super hot as a layer on top of the camera. I want to say it's I called really a like star it. mesh or a star. Lace it might pattern. be. I don't remember. I can visualize <laughs> the pattern. I really can. I sat there looking at it while the kids were swimming, trying to figure it out. Yeah, so that's a really nice one. I'm quite fond of that. I don't know if I would, if it's something that I would rush into production for this summer or not, but we'll see. Second thing I'm stocking is another short sleeve lacy top, and this one is called Talavera, and it's by Amanda Collins, and it's published in the latest Pom Pom Quarterly, which is issue 13. And Gail and I were talking about the whole issue of photography. So I had, I had, I, I had, I was going to talk about it in regards to this pattern and the pattern photos anyway, and then Gail spontaneously brought it up. So yeah. we've both been thinking about it separately. Yeah, not related so, to this pattern. My not, comment was not related to this right. pattern. Right. But my comment is, my main comment about this is that I would have never ever given this pattern a second glance based on the photos that are on the pattern page in Ravelry. Reason being, the lighting is harsh, it's not too flattering. The top itself is photographed. That's in full sun. Mm -hmm. But here's, here's another thing, the top is photographed over a print dress so you see the skirt and it's lace so you're seeing through the top and you see the print of the dress underneath and it completely obscures the lace the lace you can't really tell that it's lacy in some parts well and i take issue with the fact that they put that with a very highly printed dress in the first place because that takes away from the lace as well yeah i mean if you had put I, a solid under that yeah it would have made the I don't, lace pop a lot more. i don't mind the bottom of the dress as a skirt but no not in general but yeah. if you're trying to show off that right. particular top right 
and that's that's my my I would say my biggest issue because the the print that's underneath just fights with the laciness and for example there you can't really tell that the bottom half is the same open lace yeah so that's unfortunate it is unfortunate because I was lucky enough to be in the store one day when someone came walking into the store wearing this and it's one of our regular customers her name is Stephanie aka Missange on Ravelry and she came walking in and she was wearing it very stylishly I might add and it looked <laughs> so fabulous on her that I was all over it I mean what yarn did she use she used Tosh Merino Light in Whiskey Barrel which is a fingering weight yarn it only took two skeins and it looked great on her. So tell us more about it. I can only see the back photo. Okay. It's it's a lacy t-shirt style top with a somewhat drapey neckline. I I it almost looks like I want to say cowl like, but it isn't really a big no. heavy cowl. It's just kind of a a bigger neckline that drapes a little bit. Kind of because looks floppy to me. A little floppy, but when you see it, it, well, does it look prettier in person? Yes. Okay. It It looks so nice. And especially the one that Stephanie made and was wearing, it looked really nice. I just would never have gotten a sense from these photos. It's too bad. And another difficulty that I had with the photos is that when you look at the photo, the garment itself is smaller than a quarter of the photo, even. That's there's, very true, too. <laughs> the, you look at the photo, and then there's all this space, and the person is a third of the photo in the middle, and then the garment, which is on the person that's already small in the photo, the garment itself is even smaller. So... It's very difficult. There is one photo of the garment alone on a hanger. And even in that photo, the garment is still smaller than a yeah. third of the photo. You still can't you don't really, really see the get lace. a close up yeah. of the garment. There's no close up of. Uh. Or, yeah. So, neither here nor there. Obviously, they really loved the photos. And I'm not really criticizing the photography because the photos are pretty as they photos. They are very pretty. Yeah. I was the, just thinking it's more yeah. like a photography class. Exactly. The, they're nice photographs. They just, for me, did not show off the garment to its best. To its best. Yeah. In a way that makes you want to knit it. In a way that made me want to knit it. Yeah. Or in a way that even made me notice it. Yeah, that's step one, right? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't notice it. But the garment itself really is nice. Really, really nice. A beautiful lace pattern and knit in the Tosh Merino light. It, it was very light. The collar just flows nicely. And it looks like something that I would wear yeah, a lot. It, <laughs> it looks like something I would wear a lot, a lot. So I'm actually considering rushing that one into production. Well, that would look cute. I mean, she has it with that pretty busy dress, but it gives mm-hmm. you the impression of how cute it would look with a skirt. Yes. And, or, of course, with jeans or pants. I mean, that yeah. would be a very versatile 
top. It would be. I Super really versatile. like it because of the collar too. You could even wear that in cold weather with a long sleeve t-shirt mm-hmm. underneath. Absolutely. I think it would be really cute. It would be super cute too because with the all over lace, you could wear a color underneath mm-hmm. that, that would pop through. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. like Ruth's tee, you yeah. can do that with that as well. So again, that is Talavera by Amanda Collins, published in Pom Pom Quarterly. Really like the garment. So that may come on the may get put onto the needles sooner rather than later. <laughs> the next thing that I have been stocking is actually a free pattern on Ravelry. It's a free pattern download and it is called Itty Bitty Bear Cubs by Carolyn Ingram. Oh, I just downloaded that one. Oh, you did? did? And it's a free preemie hat pattern. So cute. Basic roll brim so stockinette stitch you knit up to the top with decreases and then you add little garter stitch ears for the little bear's ears very basic very cute she mentions that if you want to play with sizes you can upsize the needles and yarn appropriately to get a larger size for a larger child or a larger baby and I can't say too much about it because it's pretty basic, but it just makes me smile. They're super cute. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. Very, very cute. And, and talk a, about a quick, gratifying a, knit. Yes, that would exactly. Be lightning fast. Exactly. So I think it's a cute one that you should check out. It's Itty Bitty Bear Cubs well, and by those would Carolyn make great Ingram. Gifts as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you have a little leftover yarn from the sweater you've knit, the blanket, something, I think it'd be fun. And then the last thing that I'm stocking, see, I told you I really had been stocking quite a bit, <laughs> and I, I really want to mention all these things, because, you know, in two weeks, patterns like yarn, mm-hmm. there's always more patterns. To, so so this one is called Slanted by Atelier Alpha, and it's really funny, because when I saw this, I looked at this, and I said, oh, that's such a me pattern, it is. which it really is. Yep. It's such a me pattern, because it's got these textured patterned ribbing areas all over the sweater which i love it's slightly oversized open cardigan with fitted sleeves again another style i love and then it's got the interesting construction because this one is worked sideways so i'm not sure if you cast on it a sleeve i haven't purchased the pattern yet oh actually i think i may have read somewhere that you cast on I think maybe you knit the collar first and then everything is knit out from the collar and with the sleeves going last. Hmm. So interesting construction, different construction. I love the ribbed textures and it's fingering white. Oh, I didn't realize it was fingering white. (laughs) Fingering white and the designer has her sample knit in a dark gray and it's either a yellow or an olive green i can't really tell which so it's a color combination her even her sample is a color combination that i'm quite fond of and you can play around with color because you can have the contrast or not have the contrast either way there are folks that have made there are only a few projects on ravelry but of course there are people that have made it with the pop color contrast and there are people that have made it with a muted color contrast and the one project that I'm quite fond of is knit in two grays, like a light gray and a dark gray. And it looks like 
it might be knit with one color gray being the collar and then the body of the sweater in the second gray. So that one's a little different too. So there's some play there for color. I'm very, really I'm very happy with that one. Yeah, I can absolutely <laughs> I, I really, see you yeah, wearing it. It's a very me sweater. Yep. I'm definitely excited to get that one going at some point. That one will be more of a fall sweater, and I haven't picked yarn for it yet, but I'm hoping that I may have something in stash. I think I do. I haven't looked at yardage yet, but I, I have a, a few quantities of fingering yeah, weight. you probably can make that work. <laughs> and again, that one is slanted by Atelier Alpha. Gail, what are you stocking? Well, my most focused stocking in the last several weeks has been just the last week stocking all the things with lace weight yarn because mm -hmm. as soon as I finished A Hint of Summer, I wanted another sweater that was lace weight. <laughs> and I brought my deep breath sweater, which is a pullover that is knit in lace weight yarn again at a very large gauge. And I brought that on vacation to Costa Rica because it's one of those sweaters that it's a silk silk alpaca blend yarn that doesn't make me itch. And it's very, very warm. So you have mm -hmm. this very, very light garment that fits into a very tiny spot. Yeah, I was going to say, you could probably crumple that one up in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yes, you absolutely could. And thus, it's a great travel garment because it takes up no space, yet it's very warm if you mm -hmm. put it on. And if I get too warm, I can just take it off and actually wear it more like a scarf mm -hmm. because it's so drapey. It's almost insubstantial yet yeah you put it on and it's a sweater yeah so i have had that in my queue to knit again and i have swatched quite a bit for that in the last week or so unsuccessfully oh. however i've been stocking all the lace projects so there are <laughs> four in particular sweaters that i really really like and the first one is soubre and I'm guessing oh. on the pronunciation of that, it's S-O-U-B-R-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, patterned by Anna, or Mary Annarella. Yeah, I think Tracy from Two Knitlet Chicks. She is knitting has it. Just, I yes. think she just finished that. Oh, yeah. I saw that when I was stocking the pattern, the finished objects, I saw her in there. So she hers. would be a good one to ask. She absolutely would be. <laughs> So Mary Annarella, you may recognize the name because I was stalking her newest pattern recently, not her newest, but one of her newest called, a, no, it's called Spring in Her Path. And I wanted to cast that on immediately, but ended up not having stash for it. Well, I do have stash yarn for this one, and it is a really pretty open front, obviously lace weight sweater that is really drapey, almost A-line. It is A-line. And I loved her description, so I'm actually going to read you the description from Ravelry. A soubre is a vocal and character type in musical theater and light opera. The soubre's voice is high and light, yet powerful enough to be heard over an orchestra without amplification. Her character is usually in a supporting role, often adding a bit of comedy and sass to the plot, a complementary role that packs a lot of punch. The soubre cardi is meant to play a supporting role in the wardrobe, while calling plenty of delightful attention to itself. Made in a light lace weight yarn for a gossamer-like effect, this cardi is perfect for cool evenings or the air conditioning. Wear it open or close it with the addition of a button and a crochet loop closure. So it just looks like a very simple to wear. You could wear it with anything. 
open front sweater. And because it's lace weight, it's going to weigh absolutely nothing. It'll be light as air. So that one is really high up in my stocking right now. And I will be swatching for that in the near future with all of my swatching efforts that are <laughs> failing, but I'm still trying. Aww. The second one I really liked is called the Yellow Wall Cardigan, and it's by Judy Breen, B-R-I-E-N. It's an interesting, almost a straight-up standard cardigan, but it has some interesting little design elements to it. And this one does have button front closures, and it also looks very relaxed and comfortable. It kind of reminds me of ease, just in the way the sleeves are big and long over your hands. And it just looks like it would be something I could wear a lot in my my actual day-to-day -day life. One of the ones I'm stocking is actually a tank top. It's called Bonnie, and it's by Tin Can Knits. And you were talking about lacy t-shirts mm -hmm. and tank tops. Well, this is a tank top, so it's sleeveless. And it has a cowl-like drapey lace neck so it actually the neck itself is lace and it drapes down and it's really pretty and so i'm kind of considering that one and then of course the deep breath pullover which i know i will knit that again i just need to figure out what yarn that will be knit with so those are the four top of the list lace weight mm -hmm. sweaters and one pullover one tank and two cardigans so We'll see which one wins out. Yeah. <laughs> part, of, part of the problem with all the swatching that was unsuccessful, I have a skein of Madeline Tosh Prairie in the composition book gray color, which is, it has stormy weather in it, so it could actually work for our Pantone knit-along. Mm -hmm. And because Deep Breath is knit in the round, I swatched in the round, and that yarn biased like crazy. Oh. It's very slanted, so it didn't look good. And yeah. I swatched it out, and it just didn't, write itself and I thought ah, I don't want to knit a sweater with this because that it's a single so ply. so fantastic that you found that out exactly. before. Exactly. <laughs> I'm feeling very proud of myself with my yeah. swatching this week because that averted a disaster. Right. So I, I decided okay well this sweater needs to be knit with applied yarn. So I have Madeline Tosh lace in Cosmic Wonder Dust which is that super mm -hmm. fantastic neutral color that has splashes and splotches of beautiful speckles. Mm -hmm. And so I swatched with that and to get the right gauge, I don't like the look of the fabric. Oh. The stitches look really wonky and, and uneven, even after mm. being blocked. And I just don't like how open it is. It yeah. doesn't look structured enough yeah. to make me happy. So That's too bad. Yeah, two swatches that were fails. But like you said, <laughs> better that I swatched and determined that yeah. rather than starting a sweater. Yeah. And there was another swatching failure. I was going to knit a test knit for Paige, who is Faya PL on Ravelry. And I think she's DeCapo Knits is her knitting design name. She actually, she's donating two patterns for the Love Your Stash. And her sweaters are really beautiful and very curvy and flattering. And she has a t-shirt coming out that has a really pretty cable-y, texture to it. I think it's called Swallows. And I was really excited about knitting it. It looked like a perfect summer garment. And I was going to use my Lindy chain, my linen mm -hmm. blend yarn from Knit Picks. And I was all excited about it. And I swatched and didn't like the feel of the yarn in my hands. Didn't like the feel of the fabric. Was getting very frustrated because I really want to knit this little cute top and I really want to participate in the test knit. But this yarn is not doing what I want it to do. <laughs> so I decided okay, be smart. This isn't going to give you what you want. Just 
pick a different yarn. And then the more I think about it, the more I think that knitting a tank top or a t-shirt in wool just isn't going to get worn by me. It's just going to be too warm. Yeah. I mean, maybe in that's why the cooler I, days with a t-shirt underneath. That's why I keep saying I have to find a yarn that's got something else yeah, besides wool. Yeah, a blend. Yeah. And, yeah, a blend. So I decided to bail on that test knit very sadly. I bailed on it because I just don't think I'll wear it if it's knit in a wool yarn. Mm -hmm. And she, her design is intended for a wool yarn. I think she mm. used Tosh Merino light maybe, but it's fingering weight wool, hundred percent Merino. I'm almost certain is what she used. So that's going to give you the nice hug to your body to mm -hmm. give you, you know, to give it shape and everything. And I had talked to her about, you know, substituting out a linen yarn and how it was going to look completely different. And she had said, yeah, go for it. Let's see how it looks. But it just wasn't going to make me happy. Yeah. So that was my third swatch fail in the last like eight or 10 days. But again, it saved me from knitting a garment. Right. I mean, maybe I would have liked it when it was done because everybody says the more often you wash linen, the softer it becomes and the drapier it becomes. But this swatch was neither soft nor drapey. So I don't know. I'm going to have to figure yeah. out. So I think maybe if I knit that yarn at a looser gauge, maybe I'll be happier with it. Because yeah, I was I'll knitting to, it at a pretty tight gauge. I'll have to pull out my tank top and Lindy chain that I made last summer and let you look at it. Yeah. Because I actually really like that top. And I was telling Gail that I have, I used the same yarn, the Lindy chain, for a couple of gifts a couple of episodes ago. I talked about that for a friend who's wool sensitive. and. I'm hoping that actually that I have enough of the two colors that I have left to make some kind of color block top for myself. But I'll have to pull that out and show you. Yeah, I'd like to see how it how it finished. And I know you did the literally over the top tint right, with that. Right, right. So I could look at what the gauge is on that yeah. and get a better idea. Yeah. Because this was was fairly tight gauge and it was stocking at, the swatch was stocking at, and literally over the top is the open lace. Right. So that in a in and of itself would make it drapier yes. than this yeah. more solid stockinette. So yeah. there's hope. I have hope for the yarn, just not with that <laughs> particular garment. It needs yeah. to be something else. Yeah. So, and then my other thought was, you know, for a tank, if I found a nice cotton blend, like if we could ever get more of that Toluca Knits cotton, it would yeah. be really cute in that top, I think. But yeah. Then again, we have trouble getting that yarn. Right. <laughs> the one other thing that I've been stocking besides all lace projects is the Thorn Cowl by Laura Ayler. Oh, and that's yeah. thanks to Brandy, who is one of our awesome listeners and frequent contributor to the threads. She is knitting it. Actually, I think she's finished it, but we haven't seen the FO pictures. It's a really cool cowl that is knit with fingering weight yarn, and it's colored i mean you can use different color yarns so you could almost make it a scrap project and it's knit with short rows so it's almost looks like it's bandana shaped when it's finished but it has these cool stripes in it and it's just really really pretty i really like it and you can tell how it would just be a super soft very cushy warm cowl to just throw on and i don't mm -hmm. think it uses much yarn so it would be a fairly quick knit and i think brandy said that it was easy yet interesting or garter yet interesting at the same time or something, probably mm -hmm. because of the short rows that form the neat stripes. But in looking at the thorn cowl, I was falling in love with all sorts of other 
of Laura Ayler's patterns and stuff. So that was fascinating me over the last week too. And I'm going <laughs> to knit that thorn cowl. I just haven't decided what colors. So. Yeah. That's the other thing I was stocking. So that's a lot of stocking. A lot of stocking. Yeah. It's always fun to revisit stocking when we've been off an episode because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of new patterns happen in a month. Well, and you know what? I don't think any of mine are new. I think they've all been around quite a while. Oh. Well, the thorn cowl well, is relatively yeah. new. I, I should amend that to say a lot of new discoveries happen yeah. in a month. But it, there have been a lot of pattern releases, too. Yeah, there have a been. A lot, a lot, a lot. They just haven't been in the weights and styles that I'm interested in because of the time of the year. I'm still seeing so many cute pullover sweaters knit in heavy yarns, which yep. I have no desire to knit this time <laughs> of year. I can't figure it out. So, who knows? Lots so, of patterns for folks down under. That's true. <laughs> Anyone in the southern hemisphere? Yeah. So what have you what are you knitting now? What's active in the neat on the needles? In my hands right now, I have the easy folded poncho by Church Mouse Yarns and Tees, my experimental version that I am knitting in <laughs> dun, 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 lace weight. Yep, there we go. <laughs> I have a skein of it's a Miss Babs lace weight yarn. That is, I keep forgetting the name. Isadora. Well, no, I keep forgetting the purple. The colored amethyst orchid. It is a, it is an entry for the Yarniacs Colors of Fall 2015 knit along. And the color that I am interpreting this as is amethyst orchid. The yarn is called Isadora from Miss Babs. And the skein I have is 800 meters. Like Gail, I'm not knitting, not knitting my lace weight tightly. I'm knitting it to the gauge that the pattern is written, so it's a looser, loose. It's it's somewhat loose, although it doesn't really look loosely knit. It looks just fine open, to me. It's, it's just a more open fabric. Yeah. And my joke has been that it's an experimental poncho because it's really lightweight and really thin and I'm doing it in a slight pattern of knit 10 purl 10 knit 10 purl 10 so hopefully once it blocks out there's just subtle variation in the two areas I'm hoping that it doesn't scrunch up and stay ribbed because if it does then the reason I'm calling it an experiment is because <laughs> it's going to be a scarf <laughs> Yes, if it doesn't open up and block, if it, it doesn't will be open extremely up, narrow. It, and yeah, if it doesn't open up and hang down in a poncho-like drape, then it is going to be a scarf. You know what you could do if you needed to to give it weight on the edges is to add some kind of border with beads. I could. I don't know if I'd want. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. Poncho, but <laughs> just to prove me how pretty that would be with beads. Yeah, it's it's a very pretty yarn. Very it's very lovely. pretty. Love it. So that's the first thing and. This has been a great carry-along project because it's basically all you're knitting is a rectangle. I believe the original pattern calls for a stockinette rectangle. Yeah. And so a lot of people have tried to make it a little more interesting knitting by adding a stitch pattern, which is why I did the knit 10, purl 10, knit 10, purl 10. You love your pattern. ribs. I do love my ribs. And I'm hoping that, like I said, hoping that it opens up. We'll see. But very fun to knit. 
Like it's, it's a carry along project. Well, and, and it's got to be so light. It I mean, is. It's really light. It takes up no space. Yeah. Takes up no weight. It's funny because I put it in a larger project bag because I was, I kept thinking in my head, I had poncho, but in my hands, it could fit into the smallest project bag yeah. that I have. So I'm I sure could I actually put it into a much smaller project bag. It's as a lace weight garment, it's very small and light. So. That's the first thing. The second thing is something that I just started last night. It is the Pagona Shawl by Stephen West. And this is an older pattern that Stephen West released back in, I believe, 2010. Yes, July of 2010. And it is a fairly basic shawl very i want to say very loosely triangular because it's shaped to have a lot more fabric on the bottom with increases along several what i'll call spines of the shawl and then there's increases on both sides of these spines and that makes the bottom edge have more fabric than the top I, I keep thinking roughly, but it's not really enough fabric to create a ruffle. No. It's just more fabric on the bottom than the top because of the increases. And the way that the increases are done are just in geometric triangular shapes. Uh, one section knit, one section purl, one section knit. So pretty basic. I only started this last night. I'm enjoying knitting it because it's going to be simple knitting and I'm knitting that in one skein that I have a single skein of Tosh Merino Light in the Vishnu colorway which is purples and blues and there is also a little bit of the amethyst orchid in there I yep. almost said radiant orchid <laughs> which I had to look up radiant orchid was the color of the year for fall or no it was the color of the year 2014 and Amethyst Orchid is the color in the fall palette for 2015 that I am... Well, that color is found within the Vishnu yarn that I'm using. Okay, that's what I'm knitting. Those are the only two things that I'm oh, currently really? working on. Okay. Yeah, how about you? I kept waiting for you to bring out the other, the Purple Stone Soup. Oh, I haven't yarn. started anything with it. It's still still on the hoof but it's very <laughs> cool because we have the recording table with all of our knitting and paraphernalia and such spread out everywhere and all of charlene's projects are beautiful purples just they're all similar yet different and some are plied and some aren't some are lace weight some aren't and they're just all just wow total all different Charlene purples, purples. Yeah. don't judge <laughs> <laughs> It made me look down at what I'm knitting and almost pout. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to take a picture of all these yeah, purples together. Seriously, it's just, it's one it's of those funny. classic moments of, well, and I'm surprised you're not wearing purple today. That would have been the topper. You know, if you'd been wearing a purple shirt, it would have been like, yep, of course, yeah. that's how it works. I haven't found too many purple t-shirts. Purple t-shirts seem to be hard to find. So that's what I am knitting on. What are you knitting? So the project that I said is almost making me sad. It's not really making me sad. It's just that the color is so different <laughs> than these beautiful purples. So I am knitting Mike's sweater as we speak. And it is the Longfellow pattern by Michelle Wang. 
and it is just a straight up stockinette pieced sweater. And what can I tell you about it? The yarn is Madeline Tosh Air Light, which is a alpaca merino silk blend, so very luxurious fiber, fingering weight yarn, and it's the color Nocturne, which is a very dark, dark navy with little brighter pops of blue in it. And I was saying to Charlene, I, lo I love the color. I think it's very handsome and manly, and it would look beautiful on a woman too, don't get me wrong, but uh, because I'm knitting it for my husband, I'm thinking that way. <laughs> and the problem is the more I knit with it, the less I like it. It just, for a Madeline Tosh color, it doesn't have the Madeline Tosh glow. It doesn't, and it's not because of the base, because I have other projects knit with this base that do glow. This just almost seems flat to me. I think that color is just less tonal yeah. than other colorways that they produce. That must be what it is, because I'm looking at your Vishnu that is like, oh, beautiful <laughs> color, and then I'm looking at my nocturne going, oh. But it is definitely reflecting pond from definitely the Pantone fall colors. Yes. Not that I am entertaining any thoughts of having this finished by September. I'm working on the back, and like I said, it's knit in pieces, and I started with the back, and there are probably, what, eight-ish inches yeah. there? So I have a good start going, and it's just mindless stockinette, so it is perfect for just pick it up and knit whenever you want, and when you're bored with it, set it down and pick up something else. Mm -hmm. So that is the Longfellow sweater again by Michelle Wang. And I'm also actively working on my advent calendar project because oh, Just One More Row podcast, they are doing their Christmas in July knit along that actually is going through the end of August. And I knit two of the items yesterday. One of them was a smitten mitten and one of them was one of the stockings. And now I only have five left to go. So maybe even four. I think it's four actually. Four left to go. And then the I-cord that they will all hang upon. So I hope I'm going to have that done by the next podcast because those little tiny smittens are so quick to knit. <laughs> they go really, really quickly, yeah. like an hour or two. So it's just a matter of, you know, oh, I need a break from the stockinette mm -hmm. of Mike's sweater. So I think I'll knit a smitten. And what can I tell you about those? Those are both free patterns on Ravelry. And that's part of the holiday knit along that's kind of a year-long thing that a lot of us are doing in the Yarniacs group. So if you have any interest in knitting anything Christmassy or holiday-oriented, it doesn't have to be Christmas, whatever holiday you celebrate, check out our knit along and check out Christmas in July in just one more row. So next one, I'm knitting socks. I am knitting fingering weight. I don't know if you can really call them socks. They're socks, but they're footies. So is there a differentiation there? Yeah. It's so these don't should... have a leg. Well, I, I know the technical <laughs> differentiation, but it almost feels like I'm cheating to say I'm knitting socks because they're so small. They are the Rose City Rollers, which is a very popular free pattern right now by Mara Briner. And I knit the first one. These will be presents for my mom. Her birthday is on Sunday. And the first one, I'm knitting the medium size and it only used 25 grams of yarn. Oh, so I really? will be able to get two pairs out of the skein of candy skein savory fingering. It's not savory. That's the other one I'm using. Oh, I can't remember the name of the base. Sorry, Tammy. But it is in her mixed berries. No, it's not mixed berries. Oh, my goodness. Now I can't even <laughs> remember the name of the base or the um, colorway. 
not frozen yogurt. It was her colorway for January. And it has pink and purple and white and a bluish tealish color. And I was pulling out all of my potentials for these socks for my mom. So I had like four or five skeins of yarn in my hands. And I said to Max, okay, which one should I do for grandma? And he grabbed the skein and he said, you have to knit this. This is intensely gorgeous yarn, mommy. And I was like, wow, intensely gorgeous. And he said, those colors are so pretty. And I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I hand wound it. Are you looking for me? I got it. it. The yarn is Yummy Fingering Superwash Sock by Candy Skein. The colorway is frozen berries. Frozen berries. Oh, <laughs> so close. Frozen yogurt and mixed berries. I was close. So I cast those on that day, and I think it took me two days to knit the first sock. And I've cast on the second one. And the way the yarn is knitting up is fascinating to me. I, I was looking at isn't that. Isn't it cool? Yeah. It pools or flashes. I don't know what that's called. That's I would call that pooling. It's so pretty. It's like these almost triangular intersections of the colors working together. And if you look at them up close, there are little individual stripes of each color. So they're really, yeah. really cool. I think they're just wicked neat. That I love looking really at them. really interesting pooling. <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. So this is the medium size. I'm going to knit the second pair probably for myself in small. And we'll see what the different stitch count does to how the yarn knits up. So I would imagine it's going to look different on with a different stitch count. It might. And you know, I've even had it happen from sock to sock because the yarn itself shifts in the skein. Oh, that makes the, sense. The color Where lengths it was aren't going to be exactly the same. That makes sense. <clears throat> and as the skein changes. So that makes sense because the so dye doesn't all fall on the skein exactly. Exactly the same, way, the right? same length right. for each color throughout the whole skein. Exactly. Well so. it's neat if you look at my project pictures too, the heel. So these are cuff down and they're called Rose City Rollers because it's all stockinette, knit in the round. So the cuff rolls down. And they are oh, I see. a heel <laughs> flap and gusset and that means that you're knitting the heel. See, remember, I'm not a sock knitter, so excuse me if my terminology is wrong. But you knit the heel on one needle, and you knit back and forth to do the heel, and then you join up again to knit in the round for the foot of the sock. And where, you, where I knit the heel is a different pattern of the same colors of the yarn because you're knitting back and forth instead of in the round. Right. So it's like, oh, wow, look at that. That looks really cool. And then it's different from the pooling in the rest of the sock. And wow, that's really neat. So I really enjoyed knitting these because just watching the yarn and how it knits up is fascinating me. So it's super cool. One of our other listeners, Vanessa Polo, she was doing intentional pooling in cowls a while back. And that was really neat to see, too. So I'm going to, I can see a love affair happening with variegated yarns here and <laughs> learning how to use them. Yeah, I want to make a pair of those now. Yeah, aren't they cool? They are. Well, and they use such little yarn, such yeah, a little amount exactly. of yarn. And they're exactly. so quick to knit. It's crazy. Yeah. So, and my mom does know they're coming because I did actually have her try one on. And they're a little bit big on her, but I was intending for them to be house socks anyways. Yeah. So they're not meant to be, you know super snug to your foot to wear inside of a shoe. Yeah. So super They're cool. Cute. They are. Yeah, I highly recommend the pattern too. Super duper easy. 
And I'm also knitting the Therapy Shawl by Laura Ayler, who I just mentioned in stocking because of her thorn cowl. I cast that on before I left for vacation, and I haven't done much on it because I keep getting sidetracked by other things like cool socks. And the shawl is beautiful. It's a two-color shawl that you knit part of it in stripes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then in one color, you knit a mesh section and then more stripes and then more mesh. Actually, the pattern calls for three different colors, but I'm knitting it in two colors. And I'm using, again, Candy Skein, her savory fingering in the pumpkin spice colorway. It's a beautiful purple, which has some cadmium orange. A beautiful purple. It's a I was beautiful gonna say, orange. Um, pumpkin spice yeah. oh purple. My gosh. I see pumpkin. <laughs> I see the P-U, so I say purple. It's orange, and it has cadmium orange, one of the Pantone colors in it. And I'm using, for my second color, Dragonfly Fibers Dragon Sock Base in her District 12 colorway, nice. which is a very beautiful dark gray that has stormy weather in it. So this is the ultimate Colors of Fall 2015 Knit Along project because it has two of the colors. And they look really cool together. They look really, really pretty. So I'm very pleased with how that one's turning out. It's a really great pattern, too. It's easy to knit. Fun. Yeah, I liked that one when you mentioned it before. I can't remember. Were you stocking it? I was. A couple I was episodes ago? It, yeah. Okay. When she released it and yeah. she had the sale. So right. I took advantage right. of the sale and actually did cast it on very shortly after <laughs> I purchased the pattern. I was so proud of myself. So that's what I've been knitting. It was a lot of knitting to talk about. What have you finished? I have finished two things. One of them I finished actually quite a while ago. It's the second bug warmer sweater that I made and I can't I I know that I made one of these previously and I can't remember I think at some point I must have mentioned that I was knitting a second one so this is the second one and the bug warmer is a free pattern available on Ravelry by Tyga Hilliard Designs and it's a very basic open front baby sweater raglan sleeves knit from the top down Now, the second one that I knit, I knit in a cotton, and the rest of the cotton will not be staying in my stash because Mm -hmm. I can honestly say that I hated working with it. (laughs) It made my hands hurt. I don't particularly care for the way it makes my stitches look. I didn't want to finish this sweater. I had to really force myself to pick up the sweater and knit two rows on it for several days in a row to finish the body because I got halfway through the body and I thought, I don't want to knit this anymore. That's sad. It was. So the yarn is the Taki Cotton Classic, which is a mercerized 100% cotton yarn. Lots of folks love this yarn. There's nothing wrong with the yarn. It's just the way... It works and interacts with me and my body. (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. I will not be using this yarn again. Oh, that's sad. This particular blue yarn has been in my stash maybe since my first or second Stitches West. I bought many, many skeins of it. I cannot remember how much. At the time, I thought I was going to knit a sweater for myself, which I look back now and think that was another 
rookie mistake because there is no way in heck I would want a heavy sweater made out of this yarn. It would be so heavy and uncomfortable and awful. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, pretty soon after I bought the yarn, I must have realized that because I never did attempt to make a sweater. I've always used this yarn in bits and pieces for hats, booties. I've, I've made lots of little baby things. But in the interim time between this time that I knit with it and the last time that I knit with it, it's just gotten worse. So the yarn is going to be going away. The sweater will be gifted. And that's it. That yarn is no more for me. I only used 151 yards to make the sweater. So I didn't have to knit too much of it. <laughs> Fortunately, baby sweaters are small and go quickly. Well, that's, that's good the end of that. You're, you're curating your stash. You know <laughs> yes, that this yarn exactly. is not going to live with me anymore. Exactly. See you later. Exactly. And I will never buy another 100% cotton yarn. Yeah, I'm the same way. Except for that fingering white yep. yarn, because that fingering white yarn react was... It rea- I reacted totally differently to yep. that when I was able to knit with that. So, who knows? But the second thing I finished is my Heverly sweater by Julia Farwell Clay. Yay. And it's across the table, so I won't reach I for it. You. Oh, <laughs> I knit mine in Dragonfly Fibers Pixie. I was telling Gail that I blocked this a couple days ago when we were when we had the hundred degree day, and I washed it and laid it out in the shade to dry. And I think it dried in about five minutes. Seriously, because I went out a few minutes later, and I felt. Like it dried too fast that it didn't really, I feel like the sleeves didn't really get blocked out as much as they could have. And I don't know if that's because I didn't, maybe I should have pinned them out more. I don't know. But I think I'm just going to try steam touching that up. And I think that'll work fine. I do still need to put buttons on it. The Heverly is in open front short sleeve cardigan but actually it is closed with buttons i shouldn't say that it's open it's not necessarily worn open front but it's a cardigan but it does have it will have 10 small buttons down the front to close and it's got a really nice a-line shape on the bottom so it's loose on the bottom and it has a lace pattern around the yoke and then around the sleeves Now, I think I mentioned previously that I had some troubles with the charts on this, and I did let Julia know that, and she... No, this is Julia farwell Clay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You said Julia, and I thought um, Mind of Winter at that. Oh, sorry. This is Julia farwell Clay, and I have let her know that I had some trouble with the charts, and she did respond to me that she thinks there is an issue, and she would be issuing an update to the pattern but to the best of my knowledge that hasn't happened yet and because i had already started my sweater i kind of just went off pattern and did what i thought would work (laughs) so mine may not be exactly like the model although it looks all right to me so i yeah like i said i went off pattern and i just made it work but if you are more. considering this pattern, you may want to double check and make sure that the update 
comes out before you download it. But it is a lovely so, sweater. So Absolutely lovely sweater. I'm very I'm happy with it. it. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Very happy with it. And I do want to mention that I love working with the Dragonfly Fibers Pixie. It is a single ply fingering white yarn. And like other single ply fingering white yarns, I love working with it. I don't have a problem with biasing with this yarn or, or any other single ply fingering, fortunately, yet. Yeah, I've never Not had a problem much. except for in the, the lace weight I use. But yeah. I have the pixie in that beautiful pumpkin head, I think is the name of the color, <laughs> that yellow that I bought at oh, Stitches for yes. Ecuador. Yes. I should be swatching for that. I that really is going to be so lovely, mm -hmm. Will be. Her colors are just so magical. They are. Yep. They are. So I'm very happy with this and I'm I may put our Yarniax buttons on it. Oh I haven't you tried should that totally yet. do that. That would be so <laughs> yeah. cute. That would be adorable. <laughs> yeah. Because I have them and I should use them. I know, I was just I had my box of them there sitting on my table next to my desk and I was looking at the top of it yesterday thinking Need to use some more of those buttons. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, so exactly. So, how about you? Have you finished anything? So, besides a hint of summer, which I already raved about, and besides my little smitten mitten and stocking, I finished the three-color cashmere cowl by Hohi Locatelli. Very fun knit. It mm -hmm. was very fun, very fast, luxurious feeling finished object. If you haven't seen it and you're a knitter. I'm amazed. I'm, yeah. I think anyone who <laughs> listens to knitting podcasts has seen the three color cashmere cow. That Super one fun. caught on like wildfire. It really because did. As soon as she released it, they were, there were hundreds of people knitting it. It seemed like. Yep. So. And a lot of our listeners have knitted in beautiful yes. color combinations. Yeah. And I went with a light gray, a dark gray and a turquoise that are all Western sky knits bases. The two grays were dyed by Kim and the, greenish turquoise was dyed by heather and they're just gorgeous together they're so pretty i did end up running out of the dark gray so the lace section i did two repeats instead of three i think is what mm -hmm. i did so just a really fun knit really, yeah really I, fun project when i made mine i can't remember where i ran short but i ended up just using what i had and getting creative and mm -hmm. i think it works yeah you just make it work <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a cow because of the different sections that she has there's there's a striping section there's a lace section there's a solid section with the pop color etc you can very easily mix and match yes and absolutely and increase any way you want yeah and have fun with the colors yeah you go oh my goodness you could have so much fun yeah. with those colors yeah yep i went that was pretty pretty toned down for me you know two grays and a, and a turquoise instead of like a turquoise a pink and a gray but uh really like that one and it was fun taking finished object pictures in costa rica yeah our, our very last day i was like uh, okay i've got to do it it's to. hot but yeah. i'm gonna do it yeah so that was fun yeah i want to make another one of those for myself because the first one that i made as i made it as a booth sample for west western sky knits so I need to make another you one do. for myself because yeah, it's just a fun knit. Yeah, it's it a, really is. It's almost like a definite. You've got to have it for your wardrobe yeah. staple for when it gets cold <laughs> because it's just such a soft, delightful little yeah. thing to have around your neck. Yeah, so, I really liked it. Yeah, it's a good. It's a great knit. And colors of fall knit along. Okay, I've been thinking. We mentioned different hemispheres. 
we should not necessarily call it the colors of fall because a lot of people are That's in the southern true. hemisphere where right now it's winter and they're coming up on spring. So true. disregard the seasonal <laughs> aspect of this. I it do. doesn't matter what season it is. As long as you have a finished object in the colors in an outfit that we see, you're golden. Yeah, I do recall, I think it was in last year's colors of fall, a couple folks did yeah. bring that up and yeah. they were calling it among, you know, in the discussion thread, they were calling it spring for themselves, yep. and they were knitting from the spring palette. So. Fee, who is Panda Mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's one of them, and she did an Instagram picture recently, and she was wearing her French can-can shawl that she knit for last year, and that's one of the things that made me think about uh, it. It's like, oh my gosh, it's it's not yeah. going to be fall yeah. for her. So, But there are a lot of people participating there are already some amazing finished projects, although we don't have anyone who's actually put together an outfit yet, so the FO thread is still empty. <laughs> but we've seen lots of finished objects in the chatter thread, yeah. just not in their their outfit in their form final yet. form. Exactly. Yes. So we've had quite a few people join in recently, which has been super fun. Super fun to see all the gorgeous combinations. And I was telling Charlene that I've been craving a three-color project, probably a shawl, that's grays and blues, like really rainwater, well water type of blue, not a pop, not a bright like sapphire, but a mm -hmm. grayish blue, just because of some of the projects that I've seen people working on. The, the blends of some of the more muted colors in this palette would normally never pop to me and would never work for me personally. But seeing them in some of the variegated yarns some people have picked, I yeah. just, I love them. I've been saying that they're soothing. To me, looking at those combinations is almost like, oh, that's so <laughs> nice. It's so chill. It's so relaxed. And I might end up casting something like that on. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I was thinking, I need opinions. You've knit Color Affection, haven't you? No. The, oh, you haven't. Okay. So Color Affection... That Talk about another is, wildfire project. That one is just too, it's too large of a shawl for me personally. That's what I was going to say. So Color Affection is by Vera Valimaki. And if you're a knitter and you haven't seen that shawl somehow, again, I don't know how that happens because so many people have knitted. And there are beautiful color combinations. And I've been toying the last week with the idea of knitting that in lace white yarn. Hmm. So that would be lovely. I think it would be for our area, especially. Mm -hmm. It would just be so light and fantastic. And it's a very large shawl. So if it was knit in lace weight instead of fingering weight, it might then make it. it wouldn't be so heavy. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm toying with that idea. And mm. I don't think I, I like have the stash idea. to do that is the problem. But that's also a three-color shawl, garter stitch, short rows, crescent-shaped, beautiful shawl. So that's something churning in the back of my head that's been, again, all brought about by the variegated yarns that are in our chatter thread from the Colors of Fall palette. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I really didn't expect to like them as much as I started to like them. So that's go figure. And love your stash. So after our last episode, we have had a lot of people join in the Love Your Stash goals yes. in Chatterthread, which has been so fantastic. A lot of new participants. It, yes, exactly. So people who have said, I haven't participated so far this year, but I'm jumping in now. That is fantastic. I think that a lot of people who participated in quarters one and two maybe already achieved their goals and they're happy with their stash and now they don't have any more goals because they're happy with what they've achieved. So now we have people joining in who haven't 
embraced it fully yet for whatever reason. And it's so neat to it have is. the new, like the new rush of enthusiasm. Yes. And, yeah. you know, I really liked your last episode and I've been waffling on it, but I decided yeah. to join in. So thank you to everybody who's joining in. It makes it really, really fun. Yeah, so, it does. Fantastic. And thanks for all the great feedback on the last episode as well. It was fun to have little have our little guests. guest cameos yes. like cameo <laughs> yeah that <laughs> was, fun. was fun one to do we'll do something like that again yep all right all right that's it. so that's it it was great to have a regular episode after a month I it was know. fun to catch up on everything and i don't know if anyone noticed how abruptly we ended the last episode that we were recording in ucsc's parking lot the parking meter guy pulled up the right next police. to the car as we were ending the last episode and i was like okay bye <laughs> as fast as i could because i didn't want to get like a there the tickets up there are like a hundred dollar parking tickets so we'll make it more I don't think he was graceful exit. I don't think time. he was threatening us. Oh, with he a was ticket. I think he just wanted us to move. Yes, it because was, he when was we, making his presence well. When known. we drove away, he kind of waved and said thank you. Yeah, so. <laughs> you could tell we were squatters. We were in the car. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. we were yeah. going to leave it there. Nobody. It's off season. Nobody's there, but they still highly patrol that campus. So, anyway, thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you again in a couple weeks. Happy knitting. Bye bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.